This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. I can relate to that podcast, linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. If you want to get a hold of us, look us up on Facebook. I can relate to that podcast. And our link is also in our Linktree account. So, we have an interesting episode today. Bax is not in the house. We're going to get Bax on the phone here. Hurricane is uh, MIA tonight. Now, he's uh, not going to join us tonight uh, due to a scheduling conflict. So, uh, But we do have a episode already in the can right now. And anybody in broadcasting know what in the can means? We already recorded the podcast, so we got another episode coming out with Hurricane. Matter of fact, the time this episode comes out, Hurricane's last episode, not last episode, but their last show he recorded with me should be out already uh, on uh, our platforms. But we have Amory in the house. And when I say in the house, literally in the AJ Podcast Studios. Amory, how Hi, are you? Hey, how are you? I am so excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here tonight. I mean, this is better than uh, Snack Crackle Pop with your old microphone out in Long Island, New York, you know? I know, exactly. So, this is great. A brand new microphone. Yes, a brand new microphone. I bought, bought it just for you. Very excited. Knowing that you're coming out here. So you are down here on vacation? I am. I am. I'm staying okay. with my niece. I'm so excited. I'm here for a whole week. Whole week. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you have any problems flying down here? Because I know these airlines are having issues with their schedules. No, absolutely not. I, I absolutely had no issues. I flew in with Frontier, um, and it was a great flight. It was a full flight. Uh, the only issue I had was there was um, there should be a rule that infants cannot be on the flight because this baby was crying the whole <laughs> entire ride. Like, I mean, like hysterical crying the whole time. Broke up my sleep. What, was this sitting directly next to you? So you came down with your daughter, right? I came down with my daughter, yeah. Okay, so was it a three, uh, like three, two? Or how big was the, uh, so you got three, three? Or what, how big was the airplane? Um, it was big and it was, uh, th- you know, uh, three seats each, you know, it was three seats, uh, you know, but I don't, I, they were, they were like a, they were far back, but it felt like the child was like right behind me <laughs> as always. Yeah. As always. I couldn't believe it. So th- I'm so glad you came out here tonight and, uh, you know, backs, I think backs dropped the ball. You know, <laughs> we were trying to make our uh, plans out here, uh, this evening. Okay. Emery, you're going to come out here such and such a day. Do you want to record a podcast? And she's, Oh yes. I'm so excited. You know, <laughs> the typical Emery voice and backs, I call backs up and say, hey, uh, what day is good for you? Uh, he, he doesn't get off work to such and such in time. And I think he, um, forgot, forgot all about coming out to our house, my house, the, my podcast studio house. And he forgot. I'm assuming so. So I tried calling him, and um, no answer. What is going on, Bax? No answer. So he decides to, uh, as you're pulling up in my driveway, he calls me. Oh boy! As you're pulling up, and the dog is going nuts. The kids are all excited, like, "Oh, Miss Amory is coming, Miss Amory." Uh, yes, uh. okay. Yes, they were all excited. And Bax called. I said, "Hey, man, let me call you right back. I got too much going on." So I just called him back, and uh, he's out. Uh, 
doing a few errands. I have no idea what kind of errands he's doing, but he's doing out a few a few errands, so he's going to join us via telephone. Okay. So I was hoping that he was going to catch us uh, all together. But, uh, man, where do, we, where do we start? I mean, a lot of news stories broke out the last uh, number of days. Uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, at the time we were broadcasting this, um, this podcast, uh, there's a little bit of a delay by the time I edit it out and actually do publish it. What about that crazy crap over in Texas? I can't believe it. I mean, first of all, <laughs> I was watching it on the news. The father, I, I want to talk about the father who, okay. you know, winded up finding out, going and getting a gun, um, and going in, getting his son and a few other kids um, out. I call him a hero. I mean, that's a hero to me. Mm-hmm. The police department um, and the squad team that I have to tell you that sat there listening to the gunshots going off in the school and didn't allow the parents to go in there and didn't even go in there themselves to get the children out is disgusting to me. Mm -hmm. You know, me as a parent, um, I have to tell you, I would absolutely 100% find a way to go in there and get my child. Not only would I have gotten my child, but I would get as many children as I can out. I would go through a window, whatever I had to do to get in. I mean, these police officers and squad team, uh, squad teams were actually uh, macing these parents and arresting these parents for trying to save their own children. I mean, think of it. We're all parents here. And a lot of these listeners are also parents. Think of it as you're listening to gunshots going off in the school and you're helpless thinking that that might be your own child's being shot right now. That's yeah. horrifying. It is very horrifying. Definitely. Yes. And it has to do with, you know, who made that decision to not allow the squat team to go in there and... Uh, you know, contain the situation. I, I just don't understand. No, I, I can't figure it out either. I mean, first off, you know, I, I don't like to try to be political on the show and I, you know, I'm not getting to that point right now, but, you know, definitely need we some need some sort of gun control, definitely without, without any question. I mean, uh, I, I was talking to uh, a relative of mine about this whole story and, you know, he, he, he has a gun and, uh, you know, he's uh, concealed weapons and he goes to the range and all that stuff. But he agreed with me. Like, who in the world needs, like, a assault rifle? Seriously. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with an assault rifle? What Seriously. what? Think about it. Right. What are you going to do with it? Right. Just show it off? Okay, great. Are right. you really going to go to a gun range? I mean, there's... I even asked this particular relative, you know, what what do you do when you have an assault rifle? Is there any gun ranges out there? He says, you know, there there's a few out there. You don't bring it to every single gun range. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a novelty of it. But, you know, but then again, look on the flip side of it. To look at all the, uh, you know, law-abiding citizens out there, you know, the you know, people that do the right things. But, you know, there's always that one loose cannon that uh, just goes nuts and, you know, and snaps, basically. I mean, did he kill his grandmother on the way he, out there? He, he did wind up shooting his grandmother. I don't know if um, at this point um, if she wound up uh, passing away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, a few days uh, before that, 
um, winded up purchasing these. And, you know, Texas is all about, yes, you know, uh, we're, you know, for guns, for guns. And I'm not saying guns are bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that guns are bad. Right. But what I am saying is, you know, gun, uh, Texas is about, you know, everyone should have a gun. Everybody should have a gun. But guess what, Texas? You weren't even able to save your own children. So you're all about, you know, everybody should have a gun. Everybody should have a gun. But when it came down to it, if you can't protect your own children, then maybe you guys shouldn't be all about having guns because you can't even protect your people. And that's what's upsetting. And this didn't happen once. That no. This has happened, I believe it was 13 years ago at the other school, not too far from that, when that all happened to those, I believe, those kindergarten children. That was up in uh, Connecticut, wasn't it? Uh, no. Sandy Hook? Well, yeah, what was that? Where, where that, was that? That was up in like Massachusetts, Connecticut, to, over in the Northeast. Okay, so I thought that, that was that, Texas. I think that was around uh, 2010, okay. 11, 12, somewhere in that vicinity. And again, okay. I wasn't prepared for this particular segment, but yeah, it was a while ago. And then right. when you just had the recent uh, Buffalo shooting not too long ago. Right, and, and what I don't understand is how was this, was this guy, this kid, not guy, not man, this right. child, mm -hmm. another child, how was he able to get into the schools? Now- in our school district, um, you have to buzz in uh, to get into the school. Right. How did this child walk into the school and be able to start shooting? Mm -hmm. What protections? What What protections do you have for these children? The schools need to have better protections. Even if you are buzzed in, there should be another door that blocks you to get into the school. Right. So. You know, there has to be a better way to protect our children for something like this. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, even even at the local school here in, Flo you know, my kid's school here in Florida and, mm -hmm. you know, you're being a parent up in uh, the New York area. I mean, I'm sure it's the same way. I mean, you got to ring the doorbell, they buzz you in. But what happens after that? Right. <laughs> you know, what happens after that? Exactly. Right. Once you get into the door. Right. Now what happens? There should be another um, way to now get actually into the school. You know, now you're captured, not captured. Now you are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Now you're isolated. It should be, now you're isolated into the two doorways. Right. Now you shouldn't be allowed into the next uh, doorway that actually enters you into the school. Right. So um, that's what I'm trying to say. And then, you know, these kids all, you know, the, you know, I was thinking like, okay, you know, they tell these kids to hide, you know, they do these, uh, protocols with these kids. Um, they they, they, uh, they teach them, okay, now you have to hide. Do we really want our children to hide? I mean, is that really a good idea to hide? Or maybe we should teach them to go to the nearest window and get out. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure about that because you don't know what's going on outside. I mean, if I was a teacher, I would say personally, go hide. I mean, I'd rather, go, I'd rather go hide in the closet than jump out the window because you don't know what's out there. Well, you know, usually the shootings are going inside. They're not outside. What's happening outside is that you have police department outside. You have the parents outside. You don't have the shooters are outside. The shooters are inside. Yeah, true. Right. So where? So now what's happening is, is your children are hiding in the school. The mm -hmm. shooters know that your children are hiding in the school because most of the shooters have gone to these schools. They go back to shoot to these schools. So they already know these protocols. Mm -hmm. They know what's going on. So now there there should be locks on these doors. There should be uh, what happens is, is immediately there should be a button that immediately locks those doors. Mm -hmm. Right. And then they 
the kids should be able to get out of these windows, out of these doors. There should be a back door. Each classroom should have a door. These kids should be able to get out the door. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. Right. I, I think the, the easiest, best, securest way for these children to be safe is get out of the school. Not hide in a school. Get out of the school. How do we get these kids out of the school the fastest way? Yeah. Because this, obviously, it's not working. Whatever they've been doing for all these years is not working because more children are dying. So hiding is not working for these kids. Good possibility. Now, I'm jumping over to the Buffalo incident. Uh, we actually have a, a sort of a small tie to the Buffalo incident. And I'm going to get backs on the line. All right. And we're going to discuss what. I'm going to let him discuss it. All right, let me get him on the line right now. Hello. Hey, Bax. I can relate to that podcast. We're you're live on the air. Oh, live on the air. You, What's going on? Hey, Amory. Amory's on the line here too. Hey, Bax. How are you? What's going on? How you doing? Good. Okay. So we are talking about we are talking about uh, the Buffalo and the uh, Texas uh, shooting. And right, right. I just wanted to uh, brush on what, how much t- uh, of a tie that you have to the Buffalo shooting. Do you want to share what uh, that's all about? No, not sure. Um, so, you know, I'm from Syracuse, New York, man. So, you know, Syracuse and, and, and Buffalo is, is not far. Actually, the place where um, the guy left from Binghamton, New York, is like 45 minutes to an hour from Syracuse. Syracuse was one of the discussions that he actually had. He was talking about going to one of our malls called Destiny USA. But um, I guess for some reason he chose Buffalo. And the crazy thing about it, though, is if um, let's just say he would have chose Syracuse, right? As many people as he shot. Right. As as many people as he shot in Buffalo, if he would have shot 10 people in Syracuse, I can guarantee that I would have known somebody or possibly would have been related to somebody because Syracuse is just that small. And I just know that I know that many people. But the crazy thing about it is that even though he went to Buffalo, how about somebody on my friends list was one of the guys that he shot. And you talk about friends list. You're talking about friends list on Facebook, right? Yeah. yeah, On Facebook. Yeah. So uh, so one of your uh, Facebook friends uh, was the one that was a, Shot one of the many that were killed. That's a shot. Yeah, yeah. You shared that with me, and I said, "Wow, that's that's just." Um, I used this word once before, and uh, bone chilling. That's definitely uh, bone chilling. To you know, wake up a day uh, on, on you know, wake up one morning and uh, see on your, your, his timeline that shows up in your timeline, and that's just uh, a little too close to comfort, right there. No, I mean, is he, he's actually related to like my nephews. Like he's like part of my nephew, my, one of my nephews, like kind of like, um, shared a, shared a post saying, um, my, my, my cousin got shot in the shooting, the massacre in Buffalo. It's just, it's crazy. It's just, it's just like, I got brothers out there, nephews and nieces out there in Buffalo. It's just like, it, it could have been anybody in my family. It could have been anybody that I knew. Right. One of the late, one of the ladies was from Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit is crazy. And the fo- those who don't know, how close is Syracuse to Buffalo geographically, miles wise? Uh, I mean, it's like a it's like a two hour drive. To, you know what I'm saying? Two hour drive. It's not too far. Yeah, not too far. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's just, uh, you know, bottom line is something needs to be done and it's just too many. It, it turns out like all these shooters are just, you know, I, I don't like to use this word, but they're like mental, mental cases. You know, something is not right in their head. It's they, oh, let's go shoot up a place. And mental health is a major factor in, in, in all these cases. Yeah, he was definitely on some mental nutcase shit. He was a terrorist in yeah. his own right. But it was like, it's the people that he studied. Like, it was one, if you looked at his, um, usually killers do it. It's not a virtuoso. It's a, dang, what is the word, bro? You know the word. Because we, we used to talk about it at our yeah. old job. Like, Wait, like, what a, What a killers do, you said? Like, basically, it's like a, it's like a manifesto. Okay. That's the word. Manifesto. manifesto. Right. He wrote out a manifesto, and it was like people that he um, looked up to that was talking about, like, you know, just making the world just pure, like, pure, like, nothing but white people. That's it. Like, that's what he, that's what he believed in, just, like, purity, where it should be all white people. That's what he, that's what they call it in his um, manifesto. So it was just, like, crazy. He was just, like, if anybody that wasn't white in that store... They was gonna get shot. Well, isn't, you see isn't that called like uh, what are those people called that wear the the KKK? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, I, I blocked that out, so that's why I can't remember what that's called. Yeah, yeah he definitely right. was KKK. Definitely. Right, that's enough. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I blocked that out of my head. Yes. Yeah, he was. He was definitely <laughs> KKK all the right. way. I believe it. Yeah, right. so it was just it was just crazy, and then you know a week later another shooting. It was like, oh man, this world is. Yeah, I don't know, man. This world is crazy right now. I know it's just uh, something needs to be done. I mean, you know, I don't want to spend too much time talking. You have something, and, and you know what? Uh, you know, again, and I, you know, I have to really go back to this. Is you know, a lot of this too is you know, uh, with quarantine, you know, being isolated um, doesn't really help the situation because people were quarantined for two years, um, and when you're sitting in your home doing nothing your mind is basically you're going ICU psychosis that's what I call it ICU psychosis which is a true thing um you really do start going crazy and me being in the retail business I started noticing it with people when they started being able to go back out they were nuts people are nuts I mean they really started going crazy when they started to come out because they didn't know how to react to things again. They didn't know how to speak to people again um, because they were isolated for two years. They yeah. even I even saw like more people were even like fighting more on Facebook because that's all they were doing was, you know, Facebooking or just, you know, being um, home with their children all the time. Um, and they really did start going crazy. So when they went out in public, they didn't know how to react as quote unquote normal people. No, that's totally agreed. I mean, I don't know. Isolation can make anybody mad. I, I suppose, you know, I see people, they get locked up and they yes. isolated. They go to jail. Some people know how to contain inside those four walls and Uh some people don't know how to maintain inside those four walls and i feel like isolation is was a similar thing to being locked up but not being locked up is just like your world was different things were things changed you know things were more expensive things were 
um, hard to find. Things were, um, you know, gone off the shelf in his store. So I, I would suppose it creates some type of mental frustration and some type of mental fear. Yes. Far as what's next. Mm-hmm. But him just wanting to kill people, it, it was, I feel like it was a deep rooted hate. If you look at the manifesto, like the people that he studied, and I wanted to study the people that he studied because I wanted to see what they was what they talk about. Right. And I'm saying I wanted to see what they what they talk about is like can or something like that. K H A N something can or pop can some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to see what they talk about and what they preaching because there's some people out here on these platforms on these twitches and all these streaming they're preaching some hate and they're getting ready to to do more hate. And it's the crazy thing is when I when he did what he did, something in my in my mind and my soul said there's gonna be a copycat. And it, there's always yeah. a copycat, right? There's always a copycat, right? Just just like uh, serial killers. I mean that that's a perfect example. You know, um, you know, serial killers. You know, do the same the same exact thing. You're you're always going to have a serial killer. You know, and then um, there's always a copycat. Um, serial killer. Um, you know, I was watching. Um... Just hold that thought there. You, you mentioned uh, other copycats. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Bax, I'm sure you heard this too, being in the uh, local news, because it says here, this came out of uh, NBC News. Uh, Florida fifth grader arrested, charged with threatening a mass shooting, police say. Did you hear about that, Bax? Hell yeah. And they took him to jail and put his yes. face and put his face on the news. I have not seen that. All the news footage, footage I have seen, they they had it uh, blotched out. So, but did you get to manage to see that? Where, where did you see it at? No, I seen his mugshot. His mugshot over the news. Okay, so they did release a mugshot. Yeah, I mean, even my my you know my sixth grade uh, son, you know, he says that's just messed up. I mean, what is wrong with people? You know, why do they want to be a copycat? It's just. It's just absolutely out of control. And you know what? Something needs to be done. And I don't know what needs to be done, but something needs to be done. It's just all these mass shootings. I mean, all the, it's almost every something every couple of years and even a few months. I mean, you know, you had the Las Vegas shooting a number of years ago. You had the Calabine. You had uh, the, the Buffalo shooting. You had the Texas shooting. I mean, it, it's just getting way. It's more than, than I can think of right now. Just getting out of control. Right. It, it is. It is. Did you see the? Did you see the one little kid who was talking to his teacher? He's and she. She was like, he was like, she was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? She said, I want to be a murderer. I said, he said, I want to be a murderer. A murderer. And I hope the teacher will send him down to the guidance office and get his uh, head examined. I don't know what she did, but like that was just the craziest shit to me. Like, yeah. Those dude said, I want to be a murderer. I'm going to kill all the people except except my family. Yeah, that's that is uh, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I, I got it. You Ted got, Bundy. Ted Bundy. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that was gonna bother me all night. Ted Bundy. Yeah. He's a ser- Yeah, he was. He. I'm actually intrigued by him because I. I like can't believe how much he got uh, away with. Yeah, that's just absolutely crazy. So I mean, I don't want to spend too much time with this story, but it was important to uh, start talking about it. Uh, Bax, when we uh, come back from our commercial break. I want you to share a story of what you called me on and something about uh, tolls. Remember that story with tolls violations? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, want, I want you to, uh, you know, discuss with that. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll uh, get it on the other side of the commercial. This episode of I Can Relate to That Podcast is brought to you by Partners in Painting. For white glove service in residential, commercial, interior, exterior, your friends at Partners in Painting can handle it all in the Tampa Bay area. 
Partners in Painting is licensed, bonded, and insured. For your free estimate and color consultation, call 813-928-8131. That's 813-928-8131. Give them a like on Facebook at Partners in Painting, LLC. That's Partners in Painting, LLC. Follow them today and tell them AJ sent you. I can relate to that podcast, linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. We got Amory in the house, literally in the house. Me, yes, we. you. <laughs> but Bax, Bax, Bax dropped the ball. He didn't make the, make it out here tonight, so we just have him on the landline. Bax, what's happening? Nothing much, man. I dropped. Yeah, I didn't get out of work. At almost seven thirty, eight o'clock. Oh man! So many ears, and then this one was last minute. I didn't think it was going to be right today. I thought we would have did it on Thursday. Oh, uh, listen, yeah. we got plenty, we got plenty of time to hang out with Emery. She's here. Are we going out? We gonna have fun? I am so excited. I am so yes. excited to be here. I finally made it to Florida. We have to take her out on the town and uh, you know show her what uh, Tampa Bay has to offer to her and. Uh, and uh, as we're saying it on the air, Friday evening. Yeah. Are we are we all available Friday evening? Yeah, I'm available. Where are we going? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we haven't decided yet. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I'm going to talk to Emery after the show, and uh, you know, hammer out some uh, ideas, and I will forward it over to you. And I understand you don't get off to work till late, but we'll we'll work around it. We'll work around I it. Seven, I get off at seven thirty. Uh, there we go. There we go. I don't think our listeners want to know what time you get off from work, but <laughs> <laughs> so backs changing the subject, you know, on a little onto a little lighter subject. So you called me up and anybody knows in the state of Florida, your registration on your car expires. You know, it, in the, you know, I don't know what it is in New York, but uh, I can't remember. But in New York, I th- was it a two-year registration? Yeah, every two years. Every, every two, two years. years. All right. Yeah. So in Florida, you have the option for one or two years. And when you have a when you renew your registration, they also put what they call uh, toll violations on your uh, your license plate, so you can't renew your tag oh. until you caught up on all your uh, all of your tolls. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you have to get in touch with, you know, the toll agency and then they have to go clear it. So, Bax, what happened to you? Taking a shortcut is what <laughs> happened to me. That's, that's what happened to me. Because, see, they have tolls in Tampa, like, you know, the Selma's Expressway and that make the commute like 30 minutes shorter, 20 minutes shorter to certain places from certain places. And I feel like on a daily basis, I was taking that, you know, just going through the toll, like, not thinking too much of it. And then I got smacked with a $1,400 toll bill. What? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That I had to pay. And, and the worst and they, and the worst is they do it around your freaking birthday, right? <laughs> wait, so, wait. How so, much was it? How much was it again? It was $1,400. $1,400 of toll violations. How often yeah. do you go through the toll plazas? Oh man, I don't know, bro. I, I probably was, I probably once or twice a week. <laughs> 
god. Is this in a 12 month period or are you one of those folks that renew their tax for two years so they could just stay away from the uh, toll violation uh, dreading? So I know when we when we were living when we were working at our old job, I was doing it probably every day. Oh man! Um, but why don't you have like a oh? Why don't you have like a toll? Um, yeah, why don't you have a sun pass? Yeah, that I was gonna say. I was gonna call it a sunshine a, pass. <laughs> I, I, I need to get it. I need to get one. I, I did order one, so I, it was just me procrastinating and just me shoving stuff, important stuff, to the back of my head. Honestly, and then it just <laughs> oh. I mean that's 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 honestly what just to be one hundred percent honest, taking important stuff and just shoving it to the back of my mind and not Yikes. taking. Not oh. taking care of my business. I don't know, Bax. Oh, I don't know, Bax. That's that's yeah. a heavy one. I mean, how how, how, how out of the fourteen hundred dollars was there late fees and fines assessed it to was. it? Was yeah, it but you can was. call them and you can you can make a deal with them. Because if you got nah, the if you get that, I, I call it. it a sunshine pass. If you got the sunshine pass, like even in New York, like if you buy the pass and then call them and say, "Listen, I got the pass." Um, they'll make a deal with you and only give you what the tolls were actually. So are you going to do that, Bax? You learned your lesson? Happy birthday? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I just I just ended up paying it. I was glad that I was able to pay it, you know what I'm saying, and get it done, but yeah. never again. So what are, you, what are you doing to prevent that now? You're just going to take the long way around instead of taking the uh, toll roads around here? No, you got the sunshine pass. I mean, it doesn't change the price or or whatever. You just, you just pay it up front and it doesn't pile up. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. Change the so what, what? If anybody knows, SunPass is a prepaid uh, account. So, for, say for instance, you know you put fifty bucks on there, and it takes it out every time you drive through the SunPass. But in the state, in the in the state of Florida, you get a discount versus uh, non SunPass or SunPass. So you get a discount. Yeah. So. Or they call by toll by plate and they yeah. bill you later and there's administration fees and all that stuff added in there. But if you have a sun pass, you're paying whatever the toll rate is and they take it out of that account. So, oh. but yeah, it, it can be, you know, in the state of Florida, it's on your birthday. You can't renew your tag. Happy birthday. Even, even in the state of Florida, property taxes, property taxes in the state of Florida get uh, released the day after Halloween. So like Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Here's a property tax bill. It always, yeah, always the, at the end of the, the year. Worst. They do it on your birthday. Though. At your birthday. Some people, some people could have crazy birthdays. Like when it comes to not being able to get the registration renewed on their car, like your birthday could be screwed. Yeah, well, just and I know that, <laughs> and I know they, and I, and I, I know they give you, I know they give us like a 10 day uh, grace period, but it's, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it at all. Yeah. So I, I was flabbergasted when uh, you, when you told me that. I was like, great, Max. That's just awesome. $1,400. There, there's all your beer money going spent for I uh, mean, tolls. How long have you lived in Florida for? I lived in Florida for about 2010. And you haven't had a sun pass? <laughs> I moved to an area. See, I've always lived in a city where I didn't really need it. Right? And now where but you're living now, now is requiring it. Yeah, but now it's requiring because I I moved to a different area now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, oh. there there is ways to get around to Bax's house without taking the tolls, but it's a lot quicker to take the toll road yes, in some it, cases. It, right. It takes forever. Yes. We're not doing it like that. It's just forever. It just takes forever. But, you know, I'm in my car now, actually. I don't know if you can tell or not, but I'm yep. always in my car. It sounds like you're driving, driving around right now. Are you picking up some uh, product or what are you doing? <laughs> you said product. Product. No, is nah, product nah, chicks? <laughs> is that is that the code in Florida? Product. 
wish. <laughs> I'm referring to something else, but okay. Oh, oh. I'm like, uh, yeah. So in Florida, the code for check is product. <laughs> product. <laughs> so no product. the back's a billion. Here's the story. The voice of reasoning. The takeaway from this backs is what? Don't take the shortcut unless you can afford it. <laughs> the voice of reasoning. All right. If you can't afford a shortcut, do not take it because a shortcut is expensive. It's an expensive cut. That's just, you know what, when you seriously, when you think about it, the way gas prices are right now, you know, is roughly, I, th- I think I gassed up for uh, four seventy five today. And Amory, I know you're from New York and it's more, over, for sure it's more expensive no, up there. No, it's about the same. It's about the same? Okay. Yeah, it's for, actually, it might be a little cheaper. Either case, it's just getting yeah. out of control right now. Four seventy-five. That's just that's just it. Just want doesn't want make it go anywhere, you know. Or yeah. if you go somewhere, you got to cut back somewhere instead of you know going out to dinner. Yeah. You're just gonna get a public sub. I almost have to do my own laundry. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm actually getting traumatized. I was like, oh god, guess what up. Do my own laundry. Nah. Okay, we'll figure it out. I ain't doing my own laundry. Yeah. Aren't you the person that canceled a few podcasts because you got laundry night or something like that? Or you no, I never, I never canceled it to, to do laundry, but I might have rushed it quickly to get the laundry. <laughs> to get the laundry. To get the laundry, yeah. Oh, man. I'm actually getting lazy and lazier. Now, I don't do my own laundry. I order food from, um, oh, my God, what is it called Like again? Uber Eats or something no, like that? No, Instacart. Instacart? Okay, yeah, groceries. I, Okay. Yeah, I do Instacart now. I don't do my own laundry. and But you got to cut back on something for those gas prices, Amory. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't go to the grocery store anymore because I went to go pick up my groceries. Yeah. I usually, I usually either do delivery, but sometimes I'll go pick it up, right? And I went the other day to pick up some groceries, and it took forever to get my stuff. The dude said they had 3,000 deliveries. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, a lot that's of people, 3, you know, a lot of people taking advantage. I mean, you know, we do the Walmart pickup uh, at our local Walmart, you know, or, or essentials, you know, like uh, the canned goods and chips for the kids or deli meats or whatever, you know, the essential stuff, you know, and we, we do that. I find it that helps because when I before they had the grocery online ordering, I used to spend roughly about an hour and a half to two hours a week going grocery shopping and what kills it is the freaking line at the at the store that you're on i was online for you know 15 20 minutes maybe up to a half hour depending how busy it is but you know having this grocery pickup you know they just bring it out to your car put it in the car and drive away but that's what it's all coming down to it's all about service to people yeah and it's the same price so you know who cares i might as well just have it delivered to my house in most cases, yes. And you know what's the sad thing is? You know, Publix is the major grocery store down here. You've been to a Publix yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Publix is, you know, they always pride themselves, uh, shopping's a pleasure and, you know, customer service and all that stuff. I walked in my Publix the other day and now they have your self-service kiosk. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what happened to the personalized you know, service for, you know, the cashier and the bagger? Now they have your check yourselves out. And a friend of mine even said to me the other day, he says, well, you know what? If I check myself out, I'm technically an employee. Do I get a discount? You know, <laughs> I mean, they've had that in New York for years and years and years. Yeah, they had that at Walmart. But now at Publix, you know, Publix is like the last one to get their uh, self-checkouts. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's forever. just getting, getting really nuts out there. So I wanted to talk about this story. I had been sitting on this story for a while. Imagine real, real, real quick before you talk about it, right? Yeah, I'm in the store, right? I'm about to buy a lotto ticket, right? Give oh, me I a number. Give me a number from 
Give me a number from 4 to 29. 4 to 29. 7. We on the show. We live on the air. Okay. Okay. So, Amory got 7. All right. Uh, how about uh, uh, 25? Oh, my God. You just gave my birthday. 725. Ooh. Oh. Oh now I'm gonna pay I'm about to pay that. I'm about to pay that. Yeah, let oh, me get Oh honey. Let me get let me get two twenty fives real quick. You're spending twenty five dollars on on lottery tickets? No, 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 no. That's the number. 25. Oh okay. Okay. I'm not spending twenty five, but we're gonna see on this show if I No win. no my birthday's seven twenty five. You almost oh, yeah, played the wrong number. No, no, no. It's too late for that. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shoot. But, but I, I, it's okay. I was able but listen, I was able to buy a scratch off. Yeah. So we're gonna see if we win. Okay. So go ahead and go ahead and finish your go ahead and finish what you were saying. Okay. I'm, a, I'm about to I'm about to cash out. So Bax is uh, buying lottery tickets while we do a podcast. Man, talk about multitasking. Multitasking. All right. Yeah, go ahead and yeah, go ahead. He about to scan him and check him for me right now. Tell him he's live on the live of uh, our podcast. I can relate to that. We're on all major platforms. Give him our website and maybe we get and gain another listener. Yeah, we are. I can relate to that podcast. We got my boy TJ down here at the Seven Eleven. No, you're supposed to tell him to listen to our podcast. I'm not worried about yeah, him. Yo, yeah, 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 check out our podcast, TJ. Man, we're giving you a shout out right now, TJ. I can relate to that podcast. Linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. Make sure you get that link because I don't know where he wants to listen to us. All right, <laughs> while well, he's uh, messing around with the uh, cash register, so. I won. I did. Oh, he won his I, money uh, back. Yeah, I'll take the money. <laughs> take take the, money. the money and run. Yeah, get in the, get in your uh, jalopy and uh, get out of there. Tell them to listen, to our, listen to our hold podcast. On. Hold on, what's that, $4 right there? Hold on. I, I, I could just ask Bax to do a stunt or something like that right now in the store. I mean, I, I, yeah, listen, of- listen, this is what you have to do. You have to say everything that we're saying. <laughs> Can you do that, Bax? Say what? Okay. <laughs> you have to say everything that we're saying to the kid. All right. What you want me to say to him? Hold on. Okay. I'm trying to pay. I'm trying to pay. Hold on. All right. Pay first. There we go. <laughs> so Ambry's a uh, hot hour. She, <laughs> he's going to translate the backs. And this guy probably think uh, backs is a total nutcase. Okay. Wait. We got to come up with something. We're going to come up with something. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, let's think of something good. Okay. Um, oh my god. Think of something the good. The time you think of something, the guy would be like on the next customer. Oh my god. Is there any customers in the store? Max? Give me one second, one second, one second. Okay. One second. I mean, it's, oh, a, it's a live podcast. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. This is so <laughs> funny. I should have Bax go up to like a customer and like ask them some weird questions. No, I want to see if there's a customer in there and then he gives you something funny like. Man, I can't think of anything that quick. Damn it. It sounds like I'm in the New York subway right now. I'm not in New York. Yeah, I know you're not in New York, but it sounds like doo doo. No, 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 $50. Nah, give me the, uh, give me 40 right? Because I did with my money back. We kind of lucky on the show. Yeah, that was awesome. I can't believe you won your money back. At least, at least you won something. You feel like you won something. Yeah, that's a fact. Oh, the price is right. Yodel music. Keep the price going up. I know we need to go. We need to go to the casino. All right. We'll keep on going. Come on. We up to 50 bucks already? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I just won $100,000. 
Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I don't believe that. Yeah, you want $100,000. You're, and... you're not going to tell us. You just say, hey, uh, my battery's died. You know, I'll never hear from you again. I'll tell you. All right. So while you're doing your thing there, I'm going to do this next story that's been like brewing on my phone for the last uh, checklist here. All right. So take now you had your little Honda Civic, Amory. You had plenty of issues and you take it over to uh, Joe, Joe Ferrar, his name, Joe, Joe Joe Ferrar's mechanic shop. Okay. M&J's. All right. So this came out of Fox Tampa Bay, uh, Fox 13 Tampa Bay. This has been brewing in my phone for a while. I wanted to share it. Now listen to this car owner who left Jeep at dealership gets sued after worker dies during oil change. Hey, why? Yeah, exactly. That. Okay, so the car owner. Yeah. Okay, so you brought your th- car over to Joe's, Joe's. Joe's repair shop. Okay. And you left it there. And you, as the customer, get sued after the employee at Joe's shop dies because of an oil change. Or well, dies during an oil change. You, you can't because the company is responsible for anything that goes on in the company. So I totally agree. Right. Okay. So this came out of Michigan. Okay. Uh, this came out of Fox two in Michigan, this particular story. Okay. A man takes his car for an oil change and gets sued after his car was involved in a deadly accident, killing a worker while at the dealership. This is a little older story. March 13th, 2020. Wow. it's a while ago. Wow. The customer took his, uh, his car into this uh, Rochester Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge dealership and a young 19-year-old mechanic attempted to change the oil, but something terrible happened. He starts the car. He removes his foot from the clutch. And you know what happens when you le- release the clutch on a, on a manual transmission, okay? The Jeep jumps forward and kills the worker. Okay, so there's employees driving this Jeep. Right. Apparently, this kid did not know how to drive this clutch manual right. transmission. Right. And you let up too quickly on the clutch, and the car jumped forward. Okay. Uh-huh. The vehicle had killed an employee, Jeffrey Hawkins. He's a married 42-year-old 40, father of four, a, a lifelong mechanic. Uh, he was an excellent man. Mr. Hawkins, the 42-year-old mechanic, died instantly in the accident. Did the 19-year-old know how to drive a stick? He didn't know how to drive a stick. He had no license either, the attorney said. So wait, the 19-year-old is an employee there. The 19-year-old is an employee there without a driver's license. He's right. just working there, doing okay. whatever. And the 42-year-old man was right. also an employee. Right, he's the actual mechanic. Right, and he was at the shop. Working. Working at the shop. Right. Both of them were. Right. So the shop is responsible. I totally agree. Right. And also, they should be 100% in trouble for having a 19-year-old get in a car with no license if it's backing up, moving forward, or even getting in the car, put you know, putting the car in start um, without a license, period. I Yes, exactly. Yes. Any level-headed person will think that way. Correct. Okay. So Fox 2 out in Michigan uh, said to them, says to the lawyer, he says, so you must be suing the dealership. The lawyer responds, we can't because of a legal standard that is involved, the lawyer said. What? Okay. That's because the accident happened at work, involved two employees, so you can't sue the boss in that situation. But the attorney, David, blah, 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 I don't. I can't even pronounce his last name. Claims that the person responsible, the car owner, that's who they have to sue. 
You call well, it, absolutely not. I, d- I totally disagree. Yeah. Okay. You're suing the car owner. Then who's getting the who's who's getting the oil change and did nothing in this case? Okay. The uh, the lawyer says I have to do that. The uh, that's the law. Fox Two reached out. Fox. Michigan reached out to the car owner's attorney, but had no comment on the pending litigation other than he's uh, saying that he's going to fight this case in a trial at the end of May. So hopefully they had the case already at the time that recording this podcast. When you hand over a car to anybody, including a valet or the person at the service desk at your local dealership, you better be able to trust that person, the attorney said. So the takeaway is when you're in the state of Michigan, when you hand over your car to anybody mm-hmm. and that person kills somebody or has a deadly accident, mm-hmm. the car owner is responsible for the damages and the punitive damages and the lawsuits and well, all that stuff. Well, here's really how the law works. I agree, but disagree. Right. The law is, is if you gave me your car right now right. to drive right. and I killed somebody, mm-hmm. you would be responsible. Yes. You are. But if I brought my car to a dealership, right. they are responsible. That is correct. And it would go under A, their workman's comp. Right, and their general liability. And Right, their general liability. They are a business. They are a corporation or right. they are a LLC or whatever they are. Right. So, But what might have happened, which I'm assuming probably happened with this company, is maybe the company didn't pay their workman's comp. Maybe they didn't pay their insurance. Maybe they don't have any insurance right now. So they can't go after that. So what they're maybe trying to do now is go after his uh, insurance. But they're not going to win. It doesn't matter. Right. But according to the law. Well, I don't think that's the law. No, that is, that is the law in Michigan. Apparently, there's some sort of law because. Did you the, look up the law? Uh, I personally did not look up the law. But I would I, look up the law okay, before saying that. I, all right. So I do have the actual news story. This came out of uh, uh, Fox 2 in Michigan. This is the actual uh, news package they put together. I'm just going to broadcast it out and see what uh, this is all about here. Here it goes. Jeffrey Hawkins, only 42 years old, married a father of four, a lifelong mechanic who loved working at Rochester Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge. The two-year-old who was um, about one at the time of the accident, time of the death, he's, he'll never know his father. But on March 13, 2020, a customer needed an oil change. He took his car to the dealership, waited, and a young 19-year-old mechanic attempted to change the oil. But something terrible happened. He starts the car, removes his foot from the clutch, and what of course, we know what happens, the Jeep jumps and kills my client. Mr. Hawkins died instantly. Did that 19-year-old know how to drive a stick? The 19-year-old had no idea how to drive a stick, had never driven a stick before, and didn't even have a driver's license. Why was he hired at the dealership? That's what I want to know. But hold on one minute. You must be suing the dealership then. We are not able to sue the dealership due to a legal standard that is involved. And that's because the accident happened at work and involved two employees. And you can't sue the boss in that situation. But attorney David Femininio says the person responsible is the owner of the car? So let me understand this. You're suing the owner of the car who's getting his oil changed, who did nothing in this case? I have to do that. Clever, but that's the law. Now I reached out to the car owner's attorney, but he had no comment on pending litigation, other than to say he's going to fight this case at trial at the end of May. The two-year-old who was um, about one at the time of the accident, time of the death, he's, he'll never know 
his father. And if you can't trust the dealership? The dealership is going to have to pay. Seems I've heard that before. In Mount Clemens, Charlie Langton, Fox 2 News. All right. that That's just... It's crazy, okay, because of that stupid little loophole law. I don't know if it really is a loophole law. I don't I don't really, to be honest with you, I, I don't think that they were really saying that. I think that they were kind of like making fun of it. They weren't actually saying well, yeah, it the reporter, Yeah, the reporter was making fun of it. Like, right. really? Are you dead serious? But apparently the, the, the actual, the actual uh, you know, I'd I like to get a follow-up on this because, you know, the... How do you like to bring your own car to a dealership and then you get sued because some sort of moron drove the vehicle, didn't know how to drive a stick, didn't have a driver's license and killed one of the other employees? It should be under their own uh, umbrella insurance or general liability, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Bax, you got your two cents on that? I mean, whatever property you happen on, I feel like they should take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. To be honest. You know, the, the, the right thing that sh- should be done, but I, I don't know. They're suing for millions and millions of dollars. I mean, you know, it, you can't run it through insurance because that's, unfortunately, I don't think the insurance company is going to cover it. But I don't know. I'm, I, lo- I definitely want a follow-up uh, on this. So if you guys hear any follow-ups on it, you know, please let me know because we got to, you know, talk about it. Definitely. All right, Bax, you said you were going to get going? Yeah, man. I'm out here running around trying to do too many things at once. Okay. Very good. So, uh, you know, time to do some sketchy shit. Do da, do da. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. That's crazy, That's crazy you say that as I'm actually rolling up. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> time to do some sketchy shit. You know that TikTok video? My kids play that all the time. All right, Bax. All right, man. Have a good one. We'll uh, catch you later. All right, Spot. Okay, bye. All right, well, that's the Bax a billion. I don't know what he's up to right now. But yeah. So, Amory, you were doing a little research uh, while Bax was. Uh, what, what did you find out? Uh, it says that what is a common law in Michigan dealership is responsible for your car when it is on their property. Okay. Well, I hope, I hope, uh, the, I knew that. I hope it works out best for, for this. Uh, absolutely. Jeez. I mean, then, then nobody's going to bring their car anywhere. I mean, seriously, if you're not, if you're going to bring your car to a dealership, would you, uh, like, Oh shoot, I'll change my own choice, uh, you know, oil change and all that stuff. So, Oh, here, uh, the owner is not liable unless the motor vehicle is being driven by his or her express or implied consent or knowledge. It is uh, presumed that the motor vehicle is being driven with the knowledge and consent of the owner. It is driven at the time of the injury by his or her spouse, father, whatever. And that law is... 257-401. Hmm, okay. I don't know the code numbers, but yeah. <laughs> I do that because of work or whatever. That's how I find out all these laws. I hope I hope the, the, the dealership does the right thing. So have you ever heard of, moving on to the next subject here, you ever heard of Shady, uh, uh, Sheriff Grady Judd? He's a Polk County. Oh, that's in Florida, right? In Florida, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard he, about he, him. Yeah, he, he's he, a good. Yeah, good he, he's all over. I mean, he's yeah. been on national news and everything yeah. like that. So... You gotta love Grady Judd, okay? He says uh, there's apparently this story of this woman that walked into a McDonald's, and apparently he was very he was very animated. Let me put it that way: <laughs> very animated in the actual description of how this woman walked into the office, uh, I'm sorry, restaurant, and ordered herself uh, something, and something was not done right, and she freaked out. I love the way that Sheriff Grady Judd, Judd talked about it. 
and I'm going to play the video. This came out of Fox 13 Tampa Bay, and uh, yeah, just give it a listen. We all know that Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd is sheriff is known for going after suspects with a vengeance. Well, tonight the tables have turned. An attorney for the woman right there who was arrested after she tore up a Lakeland McDonald's is calling him out. Fox 13's Ken Suarez is live at the restaurant on Memorial Boulevard. That's where this whole thing began. So what's going on and what can you tell us? Well, let's start with a refresher course. A week ago tonight, I stood right here and told you how the lady basically created all kinds of havoc at the McDonald's right back there when they messed up her order. Bottom line is that the sheriff, in no uncertain terms, called her out and pointed the finger directly at her. Now her attorney is pointing it right back at him. The surveillance video from McDonald's went viral. The world watched as Tiana's Jones flung bottles off the counter, oh, smashed through piles of cups, then twerked her way out the door. They also heard Sheriff Grady Judd size it all up. I don't know what was wrong with her that night. I don't know if she was like two fries short of a Happy Meal. Or maybe it was she was short of the Happy Meal completely. But she created a McMess. <laughs> and she acted like a McNutt. Jones, her mom, attorney and supporters just spoke out in front of the Polk County Courthouse in Bartow. They should have went into more detail about the story and like investigated the story before they let out any footage or any videos to the public. Jones' attorney defended what she did by saying the young woman suffers from depression and is bipolar. He says Judd's characterization of her could have far-reaching consequences. His unprofessional and dangerous comments stand to taint any potential jury pool that Ms. Tianis could potentially have in this case. Judge accuses McClymont of being a publicity hound. He's got an opportunity to get a lot of free publicity. McClymont says the same about him. Someone who is looking for an opportunity to make headlines, looking for an opportunity to go viral, looking for an opportunity to keep his name relevant. Dr. Clayton Coward agrees. Brady wants to be a Mac movie star. He spends too much Mac time in the camera. Greatest statements about mental illness was Mac childish. Judd's reaction? But would you change anything you said back in that original press conference? McNo. <laughs> so essentially this comes down to a war of words back and forth back and forth i asked the attorney for ms jones are you going to sue the sheriff he said no all i want to do is get my message out there loud and clear and that's something that grady does all the time back to you yeah and he's not so sure now i showed you the video while it was going you, your eyes opened up like yeah i remember everybody heard this story I mean, you walk into a McDonald's, I don't care, you know, I mean, I don't know anybody has bipolar, but all that, all that stuff. I don't know if that's using it as an excuse. Oh, that's an excuse. 100%. Okay. There you go. Okay. Well, I mean, take it from Amory. It's an excuse. But an you know, excuse. I mean, you don't walk into a restaurant. There's got to be something in your brain that says, you know, between right and wrong and right. act like a normal human being in 100%. the, in the, in a restaurant. You don't go in there and destroy the whole place. I mean, yeah, it's. It, that's just Grady Judd, you know, he's he's the type of guy to call you out on it, you know, he has no problem, especially with all this, you know, that's just Grady Judd, what he does, he comes out with all these new news conferences and, uh, you know, and says like it is, I mean, yep. he's he, doing his job, he's doing his job, I mean, he yep. kept Polk County and he basically he's telling people don't mess around in Polk County, I mean, all the drugs and, uh, you know, he cleaned it up very well and I like Grady Judd, I mean, I'd like to have him on the podcast, that'd be really cool. But And you know what too? <laughs> Not for nothing, but if her daughter acts the way that she acts and can't control herself, 
then keep her home. Exactly. And keep her home. Yeah. Because you know what? That's your product. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's just, why do you, why you go into a McDonald's and destroy the place because your order was incorrect? Like, really? I mean, do you right. have to act like a total moron? Right. So you're saying that your order was incorrect, so your bipolar came out, and you decided to throw everything out. See, that's what the pro this is, <laughs> this is a perfect example of this. So this is the problem with the world. So instead of just saying that I was acting like a fool, I did something incorrect and it's my fault. What now the world does is they use their quote unquote illnesses to make an excuse of how they reacted to something. Right. And that's what everybody does now. So I have PTSD. I am bipolar. I'm a schizophrenic. I'm a manic depressant. Um, and actually, I would love to see if she was really diagnosed as bipolar. I, and if right? she was diagnosed with bipolar, let's give her the benefit of the doubt that she really was diagnosed with bipolar. If she was, she would be on medication. If, which I, for years and years and years, worked with mentally disabled. So if she was diagnosed with bipolar, then she would be on medication. If she was on medication, she could be on Depakote, whatever. If she was diagnosed with um, with bipolar and she's on medication, guess what? If she's taking her medication correctly, then she wouldn't have reacted the way that she reacted over that her food order was incorrect. So, you know what? I don't believe it. No, anything's possible. It's always pointing the finger, you know, instead of saying, oh, I was nuts and I was mad and I carried on, you know, nobody's, nobody's ever going to admit that, but yeah. that, that's just interesting. Instead of just saying, hey, listen, I was having a really bad day. I'm 100% wrong. I am sorry for the way that I reacted and for her mother to stand right next to her and, 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 and actually say, yes, my daughter has bipolar and this is why she react. No, her mother sort of stood there and said, you know what? My daughter reacted the way that she reacted because she was a stupid. That's what her mother should have said. And, you know, stupid or yeah, something like that. She yeah. was stupid. And you know what? There's going to be consequences at home. And she's not going to even be able to come out for the next year. That's how our mother should have reacted. And yeah. she and what she should have said was, is that Sheriff was 100% right for what he said about my daughter. And made her daughter look like a fool. And I bet you that her daughter would never do it again. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's what we... We need to do as parents. Of but, course, we need know? to do that as parents. But instead, yep. what we do now is coddle our children. And this is why our children are the way that they are and that there are school shootings and that our ch uh, children get bullied in school and that, you know, um, you know, there's more fights in school and and that people are throwing, uh, you know, McChickens across the McDonald's and whatever, because <laughs> right. Parents are coddling their children instead of telling their children, cut the crap. Everybody gets a trophy. You get exactly. a trophy. Exactly. You get a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy, right? Uh, yes. Right. No, <laughs> when we were kids, no, there wasn't. There First was, place, second place, third place, right. and that's it. You and know? <laughs> that's it. And then there was, uh, what was it, like uh, the be the uh, uh, the best, uh, who? Oh, the, like the honorable, not the honorable discharge. Right. <laughs> the the, uh, the uh, honorable mention type deals. Yeah, uh, right, exactly. Or the most improved uh, or something. Most improved yes. or best, play oh, best player of, of, of the game or whatever, you know. Now, forget about it. Like, you can't even mention who was the best player today or no, whatever. No, you can't. Oh my God, the parents will, will literally, their panties will go in a bunch. <laughs> my brother 
<laughs> I love how he thinks. My my brother played uh, a sport. I think it was hockey or something like that. Right. And he uh, he got the most improved like his first year. And you know, normally kids are all excited, like yay, yes. you know, most improved, you know. Right. But he says, "What did my coach think? I sucked my first few weeks, oh, and so I, and I got better. I mean, I'm insulted. You know, it was right, just funny right, how right. he thought he was insulted because he sucked. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you right. suck, but you got somewhat better. You know. Right, 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 right. Oh my god, that's so. Speaking funny. of uh, family and all that stuff, right. My last story before we shut down the show for sure. the evening. Okay. This came, this is also another Fox News 13 news story. This came out at uh, New Delhi over in India. The caption is, or the headline is, Indian couples sues their son for $675,000 for not giving them a grandchild. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yes. So this came out of New Delhi, okay? A retired Indian couple is suing their son and daughter-in-law demanding that they produce a grandchild within one year or pay them 50 million rupees, R-U-P-E-E-S, which is equivalent to 675,000. I'm not going to pronounce his name. A 61-year-old retired government officer uh, was in an emotional and sensitive issue from him and his wife. I'm not going to say the wife's name because it's an Indian name. I probably right. mess, it, mess it up. They cannot wait any longer. His son, a pilot, okay, was married six years ago. We want a grandson or granddaughter within a year or compensation because I spent my entire life savings on my son's education that the father told the reporters on the last Tuesday, actually it says here. Uh, the dad said he spent 3.5 million rupees, if I'm pronouncing it right, I'm sorry, but it worked equivalent to $47,000 American money for his son's pilot training in the United States. The couple's attorney told the Times of India that they also paid for their son's wedding at a five-star luxury hotel and a car worth nearly $80,000 covered his honeymoon abroad as well. The main issue is the age that we need a grandchild, but these people my son and daughter-in-law, have an attitude and they don't think about us, the dad says, saying he and his wife are facing immense mental harassment. We got him married and hope that we will have a pleasure of becoming grandparents, as uh, it has been six years since their marriage, since the dad says, and it feels that despite of having everything, we have nothing. Come on, really? The court accepted their petition and scheduled for a hearing, uh, on a Monday over in some India city, okay, that the report said. We killed our dreams to raise him. The couple's petition said, adding that they even took a sizable loan to pay for his education according to the National the National Indian Times, okay. Uh, despite of our, our efforts, my son and his wife have caused mental torture and not by giving us a grandchild. Like, really? That's crazy. And then the story finishes out, says, my son and daughter could not be reached. Uh, the son and daughter could not be reached for comment. Uh, he says he loves his wife and children. I mean, if you love your kid that much, why sue them for over a half million dollars because you're not getting a grandchild? Well, really? Is that what, if I was the, the son and daughter, what I would absolutely do is I would get a stay away order protection. And then I would sue them for the same amount, but for harassment. And hopefully they would win it. <laughs> I mean, is that what parents have to come to these days? I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, this is what I'm saying. This is exactly what I'm saying, that the world is crazy. But remember back in the day, um, there was a magazine. 
it was like with all weird things. And it was like, a, uh, uh, like it would be like UFOs um, and whatever. Like, what was that? Like, do you know, know what I'm talking about? Mad Magazine? No, it was like, <laughs> it would be like, uh, you know, like, and it was like this, these stories would have been in that magazine now. And they weren't real stories. They were just like make believe things that actually like really went on or whatever. These are like actually real things that are really going on now. I can't think of what it was like uh, a magazine that was out like every single week. Um, but now these are real things that are really going on in life. And it's crazy to me. It is so crazy. Yeah. Like this is as this is as crazy as if a UFO came down. Right. And was and you know, and a, and a little blue guy was like, you know, sitting in, in our chair right now, <laughs> right. which is going to happen probably very soon because these things are really happening. Like, I, I just can't believe it. Like, everything that's happening is, is just bizarre. The, the next thing, I swear to you, is that a blue little guy is going to be running, <laughs> running, running down your kitchen. And I'm going to be like, see, I told you, UFO, it probably is in your backyard. Probably. People are going crazy. People are really going crazy. Maybe there is something in that COVID vaccine. I have no idea. But people are really I think it's been around like, longer before the COVID vaccine. Well, something in the water. There's something in the water, the coffee it's or something It's got to be like that. in the water. I don't know. But yeah, people are seriously going crazy. I mean, that's ridiculous that you're going to sue your children over yes. that they haven't given you a grandchild. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. Speaking of coffee, you have a coffee cup here on the, uh, the studio board uh, yes. table here. And you did not spill it. You no. did not spill it. No, of course not. On, on the way here, what in the world happened? So I was trying to get ready really, 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 really quick. And I was coming down the stairs. And as I'm walking down the stairs, my heel got stuck in like my shoelace, I guess. And I just like, I think it was like 20 steps. And I just like fell forward. Oh. And as I'm falling forward, I had my cup in my, all I kept on thinking was, is my coffee cup and my nails. Like, I just didn't want to break my nails because I'm, like, thinking that I'm not going to be able to get my nails done in Florida. So I was, like, freaking... And this is, like, what's going on in my head. And I closed my eyes really, really tight, and I just put my hands out, like, like just both of them out, and just flew down the stairs, like, yeah. on my stomach. And, like, I put my chin up so I wouldn't hurt my face. And then... <laughs> I must have screamed. I don't even know. I, oh, I, no. I don't know what happened. And then I open my eyes and I look up at the stairs like to see how far I fell, which was very far. Right. And Emily comes running out. Emily, your daughter. Yeah, mm -hmm. Emily, my daughter, comes running out. And then she <laughs> thought I was dead, I think. <laughs> and then she, <laughs> I didn't see her. She runs back inside. And I guess she was like, my niece was taking a shower. And my niece says she banging on the door saying that mommy's bleeding to death. jeez. Oh, so Marissa like grabs a towel, puts it around her, and she comes outside with a towel. She throws like all these band-aids to, uh, to uh, Emily or whatever. Uh -huh. Emily comes downstairs. I actually was bleeding. I was, my elbow was bleeding. My knee was bleeding. And the first, and then she goes, mommy, all you, I heard you say was, are my nails broken? Are my nails broken? <laughs> And I looked and that one nail broke. And then my coffee cup was, I'm not even joking. I swear to God, was sitting straight up straight on up. the cement. Like I didn't spill any coffee. So my niece, my niece comes out <laughs> and she goes, I go, girl, I didn't spill any coffee. I'm like, my nails aren't broken. And then when I stood <laughs> up, I actually didn't even have any blood on me and I have white on. I have no blood on me. You don't have any blood. I don't see any blood. No, on No, there's no blood on me. And I had no coffee stains on me. <laughs> 
What and, amazing. And so my niece was like, you don't even have coffee stain on you. I go, girl, not one drop. I have no <laughs> idea how I didn't spill any coffee on me and there's no blood on me. And so um, she goes, Emily literally was like, you're bleeding to death outside. I was like, I'm not bleeding to death. <laughs> and how old is your daughter? Um, Emily's 12. But She's 12. <laughs> yeah, she thought I was like, she, I think she thought I was dead because I... <laughs> I must have screamed, yeah. but I don't remember screaming because I just remember closing my eyes really tight and just, yeah. I just knew I'm going to take this fall. I'm going to take this hit yeah, and just like wish the best, you know, like, and well. then I haven't felt like that since I was a little like little <laughs> kid. And actually the, the, the cement had like blood smeared oh, on the cement. God. Like, yeah, there was like blood smeared on it. I was like, oh my God. So well, I was bleeding, but not to death. I'm glad you didn't break any bones. When you called me no. and says, uh, I fell, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> you, you need to go to the ER. Or, no. Know, welcome, welcome to Florida, you know, fall type deal. Oh, my um, God. I can't believe well, I took the hit. I'm glad you didn't spill your coffee. I didn't. I'm glad you didn't break any bones. Most importantly, no. or you no. didn't die and no. you didn't break any nails because, you know. I didn't break a nail. I okay. actually would have broke a bone before now because, <laughs> honestly, like, there's no place to get my nails done in Florida. Uh, my wife could refer a couple places. I would have, yeah, I would have had. <laughs> because yeah all right i know i said this before this is the yes. last thing this is okay. uh, this is coming out of the i have seen everything okay so facebook marketplace i was trolling facebook marketplace for whatever just just i like to see what people are selling out there and i came across okay if you are cringy or you get grossed out you know i guess you could tune out and you know we'll catch you on the next episode but right. <laughs> but uh there's calendar somebody selling a calendar called crapping dogs okay and you being in the animal industry yeah there's a calendar out there that people are selling their dogs crapping is this a market out there what do you mean crapping dogs i i have the picture up and it's a dog it's a calendar you know like no yep there's somebody selling <laughs> a calendar every month is a new dog doing a number two in the yard that is funny Yes. You just have a gross look on your face, but you said that's funny. Yeah. I mean, that's hysterical because Emily actually, I have the, I don't know if I have this picture, but no, I don't have the picture, but Emily might, she sends her father pictures of the dog, her dog pooping. And she thinks it's the funniest thing. <laughs> Poor dog is trying to go. Number oh my two. God. That is hysterical. And instead of $7, the price went down to $6 and 16 cents. I guess because halfway through the year, they decide, you know, well, actually it's 22, 23. So you're only getting me 18 months. That's left. hysterical. I think it's funny actually. <laughs> yes. It's captioned as calendar gag gives pooping dogs wall calendar. I would probably get that. It's on thick paper, thick paper. <laughs> That's funny. 12 by 24. I, 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 out of, I seen everything, you know, instead of getting the, uh, the centerfold, you know, uh, bikini beach, uh, Baywatch type babe calendar, you could get a dog crapping into the yard. Oh my God. I love it. Uh, I actually like it. And I like Dalmatians. They're funny. <laughs> you don't know if it's a spot or if it's poop on the lawn. I don't know, <laughs> but very interesting. All right. Linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. If you need to get a hold of us, get in touch with us through our Facebook page messenger. I don't have really have an email set up, but uh, you met, get message us, message us. Yeah, exactly. All right, Amory, thank you for coming by tonight. Absolutely, always in a person, joy in person. I was hoping we get all of us together. I was trying to get Hurricane, and but our schedules could just not uh, coincide with each other. I said we have to do a podcast with Amory in the AJ Podcast Studios. All right, linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,
This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network.